Welcome to The Fully Lived Life, a podcast for those who are longing to pursue the full life and want to break free from anything that holds them back. Listen in as two friends, a psychologist, Dr. Mary, and a life coach, Jillian, talk about life, love, and purpose through the lens of faith, science, psychology, and life experiences. Oh, hello, Mary. Well, hello, Jillian. We're, we're giggling because... Today's topic is, you know, entering this new year with expectancy. Yes. And I just said to Miss Mary <laughs> that she's going to unpack for me a retreat she had way back last year yes. that she's been so secretive about. I know. Me. She gave me that whole look <laughs> with the little air quotes and too. I did secretive. Like a yeah. Secretive. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that she's being secretive and mysterious. It's just because we really haven't had the time alone. Exactly. To unpack this. So it's happening live with you listeners. With you listeners, you get to be part of this. But I just want to say that before we started taping, I wish I could show you a picture. In fact, I should probably post a picture. Oh, you should. Jillian got me this beautiful, cute little unicorn. Now, this unicorn is so special because we're talking about self-insight, self-awareness unicorns, but... She's got sparkly eyes yes, and a sparkly gold horn. And she's got a mane. A mane like a lion. Yes. So fierce, beautiful, sparkly unicorn. Thank you very much. You're welcome. It's so you. Yes, thank you. (laughs) So we're talking about this new year, 2023. Yes. Oi. Oi. Well, you know, I was just thinking that it'd be good to kind of kick off this year and chat a little bit about it. Because 2022 was, for many people, kind of a sucky year. I think we've had a few sucky years. Yeah. Well, it's a different kind of suck. It is. Because it's this transition between are we opening, are we not? Uh, People are exhausted just Mm -hmm. from... Because I was um, actually talking to a young lady I met... um, from the Ukraine. She just moved to Canada. She's been here eight months. And she said she thought she was coming just for a few months. Oh. And then a year later, the war's oh. still going, right? So I was kind of, I didn't want to compare it to COVID because no. it's a different experience for her going in her home country with the war. But just like, I feel like we've been through a war. We thought it would be over. And yeah. then it just kept extending. And then this year was the year of like, oh, things are opening up. Yeah. But then, so I think that it's worth reflecting because um, it probably didn't turn out to be the year that we had planned on. No. And I think uh, we had so high expectancy yeah. um, to kind of get back to our usual things and our usual connections and yeah, events. And, exactly. And it just didn't, actually, it just didn't feel right to get back yeah. to a lot of things, yeah. did it? Yeah, and actually I wanted to differentiate between the word expectancy versus expectations because I think okay. there's a lot of dashed expectations, mm-hmm. uh, whereas we can still enter the new year with expectancy. And that's part of what I wanted to talk through because this... Uh, Usually I do an annual retreat at the end of every year just to do a reflection. I find it's helpful to think through the year past and then think about the year coming. And, you know, I'm a person of faith, so it's, you know, lots of prayer conversations with God and all of that. And this was a weird year for me because normally, okay, we're going to talk about the fact that both Jillian and I like to be in control. (laughs) (laughs) So even in my retreat time, I'm usually, I have an agenda. I sort of follow 
my goals. And right. then when I think and pray about the following year, I kind of project onto it my ideas of it. Right. And so this year I didn't have that because of all that we've gone through. And, you know, we've had some difficult things happen this year mm -hmm. that has made me kind of go in, well, I don't quite know what to expect. And I'm also in that stage where I'm... I'm I'm not saying I'm deconstructing my faith. I'm saying I'm reconstructing my faith. Yeah, you know, Mary, I think that a lot of the conversations I have, yeah, uh, typically my coaching clients are people that are in the not-for-profit kind of parachurch world mm -hmm. or in church world. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the conversations I have are about this idea of, and I wouldn't even call it deconstructing of faith. Mm -hmm. It's a deconstruction of religion. Of religion, yes, I would and, agree. And undoing what they've been taught that may be off the mark. That's right. That's right. That is causing harm. That is causing harm, exactly. And I think, you know, having grown up in a Christian family, multi-generations of Christians, mm -hmm. um, and been in church my whole life, Christian school, the whole thing, what I'm working through is like, what's my faith versus yes. what's been taught me to me through my religion. And so with that in mind, I kind of, it's making me go, you know, all the times that I have these intense conversations with the Lord. And by the way, I don't actually literally hear God. When I journal, I just sort of open my mind and just words come to mind. And we're having kind of like this flowing conversation. And the number of times I've had really deep insight or knowing because of those conversations is profound. Mm -hmm. So, but with this sort of reconstructing of my faith, is that just all my head or is that really from God? Yeah, and I think that it's really important to make that delineation mm. because, um, you know, when I sit and get quiet yeah. and, you know, I'm, I might be listening to a podcast or I might be listening to, you know, sort of a, de a devotional on Audible or whatever mm -hmm. or a worship song or mm -hmm. something, mm -hmm. and I have these thoughts in my head, I have mm -hmm. to ask myself— is that Jillian mm -hmm. or is that God, you know, speaking to me through these means? Right, right. I have to make that delineation because it's so easy to default to my own confirmation bias. Exactly, exactly. And so that's what made this time different because I think when I reflect back, not that the previous retreats have not had great, great value for me mm -hmm. um, and some, you know, insight and resolution and growth and all those things. But this time was different because I was holding very loosely and openly the fact that it could be me, it could be God or it could be both. And so I typically go through, as part of the process, um, identifying sort of like the word of the year, right. which I know many people do it. What's the one word? And I kind of in the last little while have been using the word live plus a word because right. I wanted to make it active as opposed to just the word. So mm -hmm. live loved was when I started this trend. And then it was live free, live strong, live chosen. And I'll tell you next year's word Ooh. in a bit. And See, she's being all mysterious right. with me again. <laughs> but it was like, you know, when I think about those words, those were my longings. Like, I long to be loved. I long to have freedom. I long to be strong. I long to feel like I'm chosen, like there's something unique that, you know, I'm called to something. So maybe that's just all me. And then what would happen is the year never, ever 
ended up being what I expected because back to expectations. So I would get this word and I would expect it to look a certain way. Right. And then when it wouldn't happen that way, I'd be all discouraged. Um, and I think I would have fought to try to make it happen according to my way of thinking. And uh, I would get angry because I would hit walls. So I was kind of going, so therefore, maybe these are all just my words or they're not from God. So this right. is where, as I was praying about it, I felt a deep sense where the Lord was basically um, telling me, why can't it be both? Why can't it be your longings, but also my word for you? And that maybe yeah. I planted those longings in your heart. And these are truths that you need to live by and really understand. But, but, and this was the big but, you have to separate out those truths from the outcomes. Because when I have the expectation that life is supposed to be a certain way and never goes that way, then I feel like, oh, I got the word wrong, or God doesn't really love me, or like, whatever. Or the other thing uh, that I experience in that is my longings will not be met. Exactly. So like, why am I even bother longing? And so and like, then the the further disappointment yes. and kind of disillusionment yes. sets in. It does. It does. And then that, I think, not just makes us close our heart to the joy of life, but I think it closes our heart to some degree to the joy that we can experience through God. Because we, yeah. so it was like, can you separate out the, you know, your expectations, the things that you thought were mm -hmm. supposed to happen? Um, because one of the things is, uh, I was reading the book by uh, Parker J. Palmer, A Hidden, A Hidden Wholeness, um, and he was talking about how we co create life. So Ooh, expound on that a little yes. bit. Yes. So what's he he's hidden wholeness, he's talking all about the the whole hearted, integrated life. Okay. And that it's growth within us, but also in our what happens outside in our actions and our choices. But what he's talking about co-creating is that what happens inside us affects events around us. Events around us also affects what's happening in us. And so it's not that God this is what He's. I'm thinking he's saying, it's not that God, because that was the other thing I was wrestling through, is God really sovereign? And I believe he is, but it's not in the way that I think, which is what I've been taught, is that he's in control, he's shaking a finger at you, and you better do what he says and obey him, otherwise you're out of his will. But that he purposed, he, he set these laws of nature, laws of moral laws, science, and there were their natural consequences that happen, but that part of co-creating is that he's giving us so much autonomy to make choices, and there's good and bad that comes out of it, and some of it is not even our fault, it's just the circumstances around us. Exactly. And so integration is being able to handle that, the complexity of it. And it is a complex thing. Yeah. Like when you think even when we reflect back on 2022, where, you know, you're your intention is to live one way, mm -hmm. but global events, local events, you know, um, happen yeah. that are outside our control. Totally. totally. You know, you have to kind of reframe things. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, yeah. it can really lead to this That's right. broken, you know, um, broken view of God, broken right. view of our relationship with God, mm -hmm. and broken view of how, who we are in the world. Exactly. Exactly. And... You know, I've said this before, when we're afraid, 
with anxiety, we we always try to control. And if I can control the future, if I can control the outcome, if I can know all that in advance, then somehow I, I can avoid pain or I could somehow prepare for whatever the future has oh, to Oh, you're hold. preaching to the choir. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so with that, when he was saying to me, like, part of the reason why I was not feeling freedom not experiencing his love, not feeling strong, all those things isn't because they were not true in how he's created me and how he sees me. Mm -hmm. It's because of all these expectations and the need to control and all that kind of stuff. So what was really unique about this year's retreat is that I came out of it with my hands really open and by the end, I mean, it's three days, so I can't, it would take me that long to go through. And, and you know, you and I can follow up with more yeah. stuff, but I'm giving the highlights here. It was kind of this sense of, um, okay, I can handle the fact that it's messy, life. Uh, I don't have to be in control. In fact, it's better that I, I don't try to be in control and I can let go of my expectations and instead have this sense of more anticipation or expectancy because it is true that God loves me and I am free and I am strong and I am chosen, mm -hmm. then there's an expectancy that that will be what's coming out in my life. And as I'm kind of, instead of trying to orchestrate things, I'm going to just follow the breadcrumbs that God leaves in front of me and the doors he opens <laughs> and the no, noticing the doors he closes and just kind of going with it, then I have a greater... Um, soul space for the Holy Spirit to guide me to that interaction or to that opportunity or that thing without having to feel like I have to manage it all or perform to some something like, you know, some standard that it's impossible to meet. Yeah, and I think the idea of expectancy mm. rather than expectations is expectancy leads to surprises. Right. Right. You ex there's an expectancy that there's going to be joy and celebration and good things. We just don't know what it is. And That's if right. we can let go of that, but with the expectancy type of stance, we're actually going to be much more paying attention to what's happening in our life and seeing those gems of just, wow, like that moment with your grandson when you were doing the snow angels was just like unbelievable, right? And those are those little moments where you can feel like, uh, that that joy that you would not have expected if you had sort of said to yourself, so today I'm going to get this done, I'm going to get that done, whatever it might be, right? Yeah. And, and you know what it is? I, as I look back, you know, as you're talking, I'm looking back on 2022. Mm -hmm. As hard a year as it was in so many ways, I can, I can notice things that were unexpected yeah. and were pleasant surprises, mm -hmm. uh, joy-filled surprises mm -hmm. um, that I couldn't anticipate, I couldn't plan, I couldn't control. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So my sense for this coming year, so my prayers and my dreams for this year were more um, prayers for um, my inner self. Mm -hmm. So my word for the year, drum roll. Um, <laughs> kind of makes sense. It's live wholeheartedly. Mm. Yeah. And so with that, it's asking for prayer that God would enable me to live wholeheartedly, open-heartedly, because I am a heart-centered type, um, to be just really just sitting in His love for me, like just like 
embracing how much he loves me and then out of that being able to love others because part of the time I was doing the retreat I was reflecting on John 15 where Jesus says remain in me Mm -hmm. Um, and if you love me you will obey me and that was always taught to me like hey you better obey Jesus if you yeah. want to prove that you love him. Oh, here's here's one for you. What? Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Yeah. Oh, be careful, little hands, what you do. I know. Because the Father up above. Is ready to strike you down with lightning. Like in love, but you're like, everything is being noticed and watched. And I'm like being, you know, micromanaged. That's right. That's right. So that's, that's the whole thing about, um, you know. Now, I'm totally distracted with that song because now it's really, what was I saying before that? You were saying about living this wholehearted life right? where you're open-handed yes. Yes. to receiving the love of God. Right. Okay. No, I was talking yeah. about John 15. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I had also believed that like when you... Uh, when it reads about how Jesus prunes the vines that are not producing fruit, like it was just like, like he cuts them away and tosses you away. But when you read the Greek translation, it's actually Jesus lifts up those branches. Mm. He doesn't give up on us. And he lifts up the weaker branches until such time as they can be stronger and produce fruit. And then he goes on to say, immerse yourself in my love, remain in my love. Um, uh, so that you can obey me. And I'm paraphrasing. Right. But then when you look at what he's asking us to do, his only command in that section is to love others. So I feel like it's circular. Jesus is saying, remain in my love so that you can love others. Love others so that you can remain in my love. And that's right. that's the whole and thing. And that's that co-creation. That's a co-creation. Exactly. Totally. And then if my hands are held open to that wholehearted living, it allows me to kind of find those moments of like Holy Spirit guided, beautiful moments of, wow, I've just encountered this, you know, whatever the situation is. You know, as you're, as you're talking, and I mean, this is all fresh to me, listeners, too. Mm. Um, what I'm thinking about is if I were going into 2023 with a posture of wholehearted living where I can be loved and then extend that love. Mm-hmm. Then I get to meet people in their messiness yeah. and not have this expectation mm-hmm. that I need to rescue them, mm-hmm. um, fix it for them, mm-hmm. contr- control it, yeah. because it makes me anxious, right? Exactly. Like, it makes me anxious when someone's messy. That's right. That's right. Doesn't it, oh, listeners? Yeah. Or It makes us super well, anxious. Yeah. Or we try to say things like, oh, it's not too bad. Or, right. Or we'll pray for because we want to, like, we're actually uncomfortable with people's messiness. That's so right. So we'd rather just kind of package it. And then I also sense when people are uncomfortable with my mess, so I kind of keep it all shut down. Yeah. Right? And so what, what I was saying is that if I can go in with that idea, mm. then I can love people in their mess Yeah. because I don't need to control it. I don't need to fix it. I don't right. need to have this expectant expectation on myself right. to deal with it. Exactly. I can just love them through it. Exactly. And how do we love people in their mess as well? That's kind of case by case. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's where like our responsibility to our personal growth is actually like tremendous because it literally affects the world around you. It sure does. And it also affects us. Like if I can say to myself in the middle of my mess, Mm. how can I love myself? Mm. Yes. So important. How can I actually 
accept the love of God mm. for myself in this moment? Mm-hmm. And how can I love myself? Mm-hmm. Because we are told to love others as we love ourselves. Right. So there is an expectation there in Scripture yeah. Yeah. that we do love ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's that not you are selfish. valued. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So that's, oh, wow, that's like, we'll have to unpack that yeah. a whole lot. Yeah, well, and the other thing with wholehearted living for me is it is uh, a lot about living out of my true self. Mm-hmm. And it was very apparent to me through my three days when I look back to my previous dreams or goals for myself, it came out of my shadow self because of my need for belonging and affirmation and approval so that like if I let that go and actually I don't really even really want that stuff. Like I don't and I am living out of my true self, then I have this freedom to just be. And it's not about, like I said, the performance or the approval or any of those things. Having said all that, like I uh, did want to mention, like as uh, I've been reading a fabulous book, The Resilient Life by Dr. Susan Bialy-Haas, which we're going to share in a, a future episode very soon. She says, resilience only occurs when there is adversity. Yeah, I rem- I saw that and I was like, well, of course. Yes. It makes, I mean, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's a good reminder that we can't lead resilient lives unless we have adversity. Exactly. So all that to say is when we, I want to tie it back to this whole idea of looking forward to 2023 with expectancy, it is not to diminish the fact that we've all had sucky, difficult uh, past year or years, and that for some of us has even been tremendously uh, traumatic, yeah. and there's been losses, and there's has has to be grieving, and so I'm not at all minimizing that. Uh, it, expectancy does not discount the reality of life and the hurt and pain that we experience. Um, so we don't want to shortchange it, but there is also power on reflecting on the growth and the lessons learned through those. Uh, adverse situations. Yeah, I think that's such a, a valid point. And mm-hmm. I think that um, we can get caught up thinking that a life free of adversity yeah. is an easier life. Yeah. Well, it's probably easier, but it doesn't help us grow. It does not help us grow. No, I would not ask for adversity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's like, I'm not that masochistic, but... It is a reality of life. And mm-hmm. so if we can see that as an opportunity for growth and resilience and as a parent, um, if I'm trying to protect my kids from all pain, you betcha they will not have resilience. No. Which is really hard. But it is true. We need to let them experience some of the pains of life so that they can grow resilience. Now, I want to ask you about your yeah. reflections on 2022 into 2023. Yeah, well, we, I mean, we equally had some things that occurred in 2022 that were really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we kind of put things on hold in our lives yeah. for a while, yeah. which is always very difficult for yeah. someone who wants to control everything. Right. As you're, you and know, you're so action oriented yeah, too. As, as listeners can understand. Mm. Um, so it's kind of been a really messy year in that respect respect. Yeah. And I have allowed myself to feel weary. Mm. Which That's typically a, that is like huge maturity right there. It is because eights don't get weary. No, we don't you're tire. not allowed to. No, we're not allowed to. Yeah. Because we're so busy controlling everything. Yes. Who's gonna No, but it's not even just controlling things. It's just it's this whole presence of yeah. strength. 
yeah. present presentation of strength That's is so right. much a part of your identity, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I've had a weary year hmm. and I'm going into 2023 kind of limping along. Right. And that's okay. That's okay. Because it's part of... It's part of my journey, part of my life, mm. part of, you know, where I'm at. Um, and I don't have a word for 2023 yet, mm-hmm. but what I have set mm. is I've set an intention for mm. 2023 mm-hmm. um, to be gentler and kinder. Mm. Oh, and that's love it. not only towards myself, mm. because it starts with me, mm-hmm. and then towards others. Right. Mm. So we're kind of in the same vein, actually, because we're talking about wholehearted living, Mm -hmm. which includes letting ourselves be loved so that we can love others. Right. And you're using the words uh, gentleness and kindness, which are fruit of the spirit. Exactly. Which is ultimately love, right? Right. And, you know, the difficulty is for any eights that are listening, sometimes they think that gentleness and kindness um, are akin to weakness or Mm. vulnerability, which is... And not true at all. Right. It's well, not true. I mean, you've been modeling vulnerability as an eight, mm. uh, which I know it's like, you know, I have to get Lucy here when... Of course. <laughs> to pull get... the tooth, man. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <clears throat> yeah. So that's kind of like, it's a little bit of a, you know, listeners, we just wanted you to listen in on Jillian and I talking about as we think about this this year, 2023, and the reflections on last year, um, I do have some thoughts. Uh, you know, if this is not a habitual thing for you to do, I find it really, really powerful to do annual um, reflection time and, and, and enough time that you can give some deep thought to it. So what happened in the previous year and then sort of some of your hopes for the year to come. Um, so some of the thoughts I had to ask yourself is like, uh, what are, were the high points or the low yep. points of the year that passed? Like what were some, some of the unexpected challenges? So there's expected as in I am in school, I have to finish this course versus unexpected challenges. Mm-hmm. But also what were some of the unexpected gifts? Yeah. And that may be hard for you to identify if you're in a really particularly dark place right now. But remember that, you know, pain, using the pain for resiliency, like just even to reflect on that ultimately is the gift that's to come. And I can't see it yet. I don't even want it yet, but that's kind of it. Um, And, you know, I, I would just encourage you, pain is pain and pain just sucks, but like, don't waste your pain. Yeah. Don't waste your pain. Like, use it for the lessons that you can learn and the growth and the resiliency that can come from that. Use it to tenderize your heart so that you can have compassion for other people and their suffering. And compassion for yourself. And compassion for yourself. You know, I think that's a big one is we talk about that a lot because Mm. we can't give what we don't have and we don't experience on our own. Mm -hmm. Um, We tend to be more compassionate with others than we are with ourselves. Absolutely. So can we... Can we turn that around? Mm-hmm. Not in a selfish way, right? Not in a navel gazing way, but mm-hmm. in a this is going to help me grow. Right. If I'm able to be tender and gentle and mm. um, recognize my pain as something that I can do a hard thing, mm. like even in the midst of pain, you're doing a really hard you thing. You are. Yep. You are. Yes. Well, even for you to your unexpected gift to yourself is be able to acknowledge your weariness. Yeah. Like that's. A beautiful gift to yep. give yourself. 
And so another question might be what small steps when you look back in the year, because a lot of times when you're in it, you don't realize how much growing you're actually doing, but just go back and celebrate whatever small steps you might have taken to move forward, whatever fears that you might have confronted, whatever disappointments you've had to face and, you know, kind of work that through. And um, what have you learned? And of course, if you're a person of faith, just being able to reflect on the year and kind of see God's handprint through all the things that have happened, both good and bad. And and the other thing, too, is in the time of reflection is let him know yeah, honestly how you feel about this past year. So then here's a question to kind of end. Um, your reflection as you enter into this new year is what do you need to surrender? Oof. You know, where do you need freedom? Yeah. So that you can enter 2023 with a sense of expectancy. What's holding you back from that expectancy? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so good because you need to lose something yeah. in order to be free enough to move forward with expectancy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yes. Well, thanks for listening in. That's just our kind of musings. I'm thrilled to catch up with you. And, you know, listeners, I think having listened to this episode, uh, we don't have it all together. Yeah. Um, We're we're letting you along on our journey because we feel that the more we can share our story with you, the more you will not feel alone Mm. and that you have to have it all together and you have Mm. to have it all figured out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we do a lot of reading. We do a lot of studying with various authors. And I really appreciate um, that we can just be in this together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just listened to Lisa Turkers last night on a podcast and I was thinking, oh, I'm so glad that she's sharing her life with us as messy as it is. Absolutely. Because that's how we, that's how we get support and comfort, Mm -hmm. but that's also how we get inspired to grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you, Mary, for leading us through that because... I know, you know, it's hard to encapsulate a three-day retreat Mm -hmm. in a, you know, 25-minute podcast episode, but thanks for sharing where you're at and uh, at the start of this journey, the start of this 2023. Right. Live wholeheartedly. Live wholeheartedly. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Take care. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Fully Lived Life podcast. We hope you found it encouraging and helpful. Be sure to follow or subscribe so that you never miss a new episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please help spread the word by sharing with your friends and family and posting on your social media. Thanks for listening and tune in to our next episode.